This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Win, lose or draw, McDelivery will always help bring home the free points. And speaking of points, order now on the McDonald's app and you'll earn reward points through every delivery. Order today, rewards tomorrow. You in? Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee in terms apply. See McDonald's.com. So next up for Blues is a trip to Coventry in a derby shown on Sky Sports on Friday night. And um, I'm joined by Mark Smith from All Things Sky Blue. How are you doing, Mark? Evening, Sam. Yeah, good, thanks. You're right. Yeah, all good, thank you. Um, despite Birmingham's form, I'm still looking forward to this game because Birmingham Coventry in the past sort of couple of seasons has given us a bit of excitement, albeit not with Birmingham wins. But um, in terms of the game on Friday, what are your initial thoughts sort of going into it? Yeah, I think um, I mean, prior to the game at Ipswich where we lost, we, we had, we've had two wins on the trot. Um, at Millwall and against Plymouth. Um, looking at the game against Ipswich, we probably, in, in over 90 minutes, we probably did deserve to lose the game. But second half, we did play reasonably okay. We held our own. Um, possibly with a bit of luck, we could have maybe got a draw, had Godner put away his penalty. And, and obviously, we literally scored the last sort of kick, of the, kick of the game. It was a header, really, last header of the game. So... Yeah, it's a bit disappointing to lose to Ipswich, but um, I think I think Ferrari is a, is a good opportunity to try and bounce back. And um, you know, the Blues are um, only picked up what four points since since Rooney's been manager. So um, you know, they're under a bit of pressure. They've had, they've had, obviously, you had, had a poor result against Rotherham on on Saturday. So um, you know, obviously, they want to put that right on Friday themselves. So I think both teams will want to win the game. It's, there's a lot of uh, I think both teams are under a bit of pressure to an extent actually because I think we we've only won. Um, five games all season, uh, three at home. So I think we need to we need to start winning our home games as well. So I think I think there's a lot to prove for both sides this game. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you're right. I think there is a bit of pressure coming from both sides because um, in terms of league standings at the moment, Coventry are 17th, having won as you said five games this season. Um, how would you sort of say the season's gone so far? Because obviously last season, Coventry in the playoffs just missing out on the playoff final. Um, what were the kind of thoughts and feelings in the summer? Because there was a lot of departures, high-key departures as well, with the likes of Jokoresh going and uh, Gus Hamer going as well. And then you've brought in sort of Haji Wright, Ellis Sims, spent quite a bit of money. So what was the kind of feeling in the summer and your feelings now? Um, I always felt it was going to be um, a rebuild season, if I have to be honest. I don't think it was a season that, although we, we hit the heights of playoff final and penalty kick-out shootout from, from being a Premier League side, I felt... When we didn't win, I kind of knew that we we're going to lose some some big players, and obviously that that's happened. And not just that, we've lost some good good players at the back that are on loan as well from last season. Um, I think it's taken quite a while to, you know, really start to get the team that Mark Robbins has wants. I think it's taken a while to for him to identify who are his best players that fit into the system. Um, we started the season with a sort of three five. Two, three, five, one, one type of formation. He like, he like, he usually likes to play. Certainly, like last season, he'd play with two wing backs who would sort of operate um, and sort of all the way, you know, left and right, defend and attack. 
Um, whereas recently now, last few games, with the exception of the Ipswich game, he's, he's kind of gone four three three, or that can become a four five one as well. They sort of can help and help the midfield with defence out. So, I think that for me is my preferred formation for this, with the players we've got at our disposal. Um, I think, I think that probably that's where he'll probably go for this game. Um, I think Ellis Sims, in my opinion, will, will start, um, but obviously. Robbins does keep his cards close to his chest, but um, I think this season has been it's been a disappointing season. I think there's always a bit of pressure when you spend you know around twenty million pound on, on new signings, and it's taken a while for for quite a few of those guys to settle in. I think Hadji Wright, um, his goals is actually his actually goal scoring ratio is actually pretty good. He's scored about five and five goals in that eleven starts, which is almost one every other game, which is which is decent. Um, Ellis Sims has been a little bit disappointing, but has hasn't had a lot of opportunities. Um, I think Tatsu Sakamoto is, is starting to flourish um, in in that sort of right right wing sort of right attacking position where um, he's, he's he's very skillful player. Uh, Kanemo has is started his first game in quite a while. He's had a lot of sub appearances, but he started at Ipswich. He did okay, but I still think he's got work to do to get to the levels that he's he's been at in, you know, previously. Um, as far as our defence, I mean, our def- our, we've brought in uh, Brad Collins as now, sort of now the new number one. Uh, ben Wilson, as you know, was consistently out uh, number one last season, but he's he hasn't had a, he hasn't had the best of seasons, and now he's been dropped. And um, defensively, obviously, McFadden's now you know not in the side now. He's he's more likely on the bench for this game. And, uh, they'll go with Kitchen and Thomas as as our centre centre backs and. Jake Bigwell for me has been one of our better sign better players this season. And thought he's been unfortunate not to be in the side. We signed De Silva from Bristol City, who I think for me he's still got a lot to prove at this level. Um so I think the jury's still on him. And Ivac right back, I think will play. I think he's he's he, he's looking at a very promising signing and I think he he will improve. But I think it's a work in progress this season overall. I, I think I, I would definitely take me me table. I think, as you said on our, on our show, me tables would be, for me, an acceptable season for us. But obviously, in the long term, Doug King doesn't want us to be just a mid table uh, championship club. We want to be a club that's um, you know challenging for for the playoff positions. But I don't think that's going to happen this season. So um, for me, I think if we get if we get middle to mid table, that's not 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 the worst season for me. Yeah, I think it's kind of the same with us, sort of, you know, that mid-table position that we'd be all right with, a lot of new signings to bed in as well. Um, but I suppose the difference between Coventry and Birmingham is that Coventry have had their manager for a long time. You know, Mark Robbins been in charge since 2017, a bit of a sort of club legend, having uh, won the EFL Trophy of Coventry, getting them up all the way from League 2 to the playoff final last season and um, really took Coventry up the leagues and um, is someone that you sort of look to as now a, a championship manager that's been in these posts for a long time because in the championship this season there's already been nine managerial departures it's all getting a bit crazy yeah. at the moment with yeah. two yeah. Uh, managers departing this week so in terms of Coventry, Coventry's managerial system what are your thoughts at the moment sort of with staying loyal to Mark Robbins? Well I think I think I think um... I don't see him getting sacked, but he does need results. And, um, you know, I think, I don't think Doug King is, well, he doesn't, I don't think he'll, he'll fire the bullet just yet, but we do need results, you know, because as I said earlier, I think we need, you know, look at this game. This game got target three points because after that, we've got uh, Leeds away, Southampton at home before that, and then Leeds away. You know, two sides to come down the Premier League is going to be a tough ask. And in Sunderland, the way um, they're a bit inconsistent, 
Uh, but obviously, they're just sat Mowbray. So obviously, you know, the new manager of bounce could happen or, or it may not happen, but we'll see. But yeah, I've, I think I think he's under a little bit of pressure. I think we did have a couple of wins recently, which lifted the gloom a bit. But obviously, Ipswich away was was a slight disappointment. It was this always disappointing result. I don't think the performance was terrible, but um, I think the way I see it is, if you get a couple of wins, you can go right right the table, and you could be top half, and then you're talking about playoffs again. So it's just it's just the championship for you. So um, I think I think we, we need to keep the faith in Mark Robbins. I feel still think he's the best man for the job, simply because I can't think of anyone else. If they sacked him right now. I can't see anyone else who could come in and, and, and do a better job, really. Um, so I think they've got to give him at least till January to, to, to um, hopefully strengthen some players, maybe get a couple of loans in and then, you know, see where we end up. But, um, yeah, I think if, if we don't win on, on Friday, I think, yeah, I think he could be under a little bit of pressure, definitely. Mm, it's one of the things in the Championship, isn't it, where you sort of go a few games without a win, and then it's all doom and gloom. And then if you win a couple on the bounce, it's all of a sudden how, how many points are we off the top six? So that's just yeah. the nature of the championship, isn't it? And um, in terms of the play style of Coventry, it's something that, you know, has come into question a lot with Birmingham fans in terms of what style of football do we want and what type of football is going to be best to get us up the league. In terms of the way that Coventry play, having, you know, done pretty well last season, getting all the way up to the playoffs, um, were you a sort of team that played a lot with the ball or was it a thing where it was kind of 50-50 and if there was a team that dominated possession, you'd sit back a bit or you just go for it every single game? Um, I think we tend to play a lot on the floor under Robbins. Um, occasionally, we do like to, we can mix up a bit. We can go a bit direct and play the long ball occasionally. Um, but we generally like to get our, wit, our, wit, our wide players involved more and, and try and play through the, um, try and play, try and stretch the game. Uh, use use our wide players like Van Ivac and and, and uh, sort of Bidwell slash Hadji right. I'd imagine could be playing that position. So generally, Robbins likes to play more on the floor. Um, we do play quite a patient style of football, which can be good because at home, particularly, we, we we tend to enjoy a lot of possession. But I just feel sometimes we're a little bit too slow with our movement off the ball and teams. Teams tend to park the bus a bit when they play our place. They let's put put nine, ten men behind the ball and try and hit us on the counter. It's generally typically how, from the games I've seen us players, how it, how it works. But um, yeah, I think I think you'll you'll see a lot of possession based football on, on Friday night. Because mm, it's one of the things where I remember last season the game that we played against Coventry at your guys' ground, where it was one of the things where you know we were safe, had nothing really much to play for. Coventry was still playing for something and you guys, yeah, emphatically beat us. And it was one of the things where we did try and put a lot of bodies behind the ball. It was kind of one of the things where we kind of knew our fate before it happened because you guys just pulling in our goal. And um, this season, sort of in the game on Friday, I don't think you're going to see that in terms of us sitting back because what Rooney's trying to do is he's trying to sort of play on the front foot for better or for worse. I mean, for worse most of the time um, in the last few games. But um, I think there's going to be a lot more space, uh, especially out on the... Uh, wings because of the fact that Coventry, you know, it's a big pitch and I feel like there's a lot of space for your wingers to get our fullbacks. And in terms of personnel, who should we be looking out for? Um, I think I think Edis Sims possibly if he starts would, would be would be one I would go for. I think Tatsu Sakamoto, I think I, I I'd I'd hope he would start um sort of a right wing, quite pacey, trickery, tricky player, um, not bad crosser. Uh, Milo Van Ivac as well, who plays sort of a right back, who, who can also sometimes come forward as well. Um, he's, he's pretty pacey. 
Um, Hadji Wright has flattered to deceive a little bit. He has scored, uh, say, five goals this season. Probably, I think, if I have to be honest, a lot of those are kind of tappings, but you've got to be there at the right place at the right time. I think he'll, I think he's getting better. Um, but, you know, for, considering we've spent £7 million on him, I think I think the jury's still out on him a little bit. Um, and I think he's got he's certainly got more to do. Um, I think we've got a good defence. Um, although we did consider a poor goal at Ipswich on the first goal as a poor goal. We, we were left um, we were left very, very square. But I think we're we're decent defensively. We're not too bad. I think at home we don't concede a lot. Um we've only lost you know, only lost one game at home this season. But um I'd say Sakamoto, Sims, um Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Possibly had you right. Um, and I would say Bidwell and, and Van Ivac on the wings could, 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 could cause you problems. Mm. And, and I think sort of thinking about last season compared to this season in terms of looking at Coventry, obviously the absence of Jokeresh is big. The fact that he scored 22 goals in all competitions last season, a big miss for you guys. And you've got sort of two strikers in for good money in terms of Haji Wright and Ellis Sims as well. Um, going forward, is it going to be one of the things where um, both of them start for you or is it going to be one instead of the other? Because I know on your channel, you suggested that Haji Wright play on the left and Ellis Sims through the middle. So is it one of the things where both players are perhaps struggling to play with each other, and it's one or the other. I think so because I, they did they did play with each other in previous games this season. I think the one game against Norwich, they, they did play the two of them up front, um, and I just felt it didn't quite work. It wasn't quite understanding, and equally with with when Godden's been the, the striker, it hasn't his understanding of right or Sims hasn't quite been there like it was with Jokeres. Although ironically, I think uh, it's been one of Gordon's better seasons since Jokeres has left. He's, he's probably profiteered quite a bit with uh, seven goals he scored this season. So he's actually had one of his better seasons, although people still whinge about Gordon, obviously. But he, he's, he's still our best striker, our best finisher. So you could argue, there is a case to argue that does he start as well. I personally would go for Sims because um, I just feel I feel it's time for him to give him an opportunity. Um, and he's... He, he's done okay when he's come on a sub, so I think that, that, that that's something that will happen for me. Um, but uh, no, I think, I mean, they've tried to play two up front. It hasn't really worked as as, as, as we would like. So um, he changed his system to sort of, I say, three or four, three, three, but three are more of a wide, more of a wide players, kind of midfield, sort of winger type positions to kind of cut in into, into the central role. So it's not it's not an out-and-out out sort of number 10 type of position. Um, so I would expect something along those lines formation-wise for this game. Mm. And um, Ellis Sims last season scored against us at St Andrews for Sunderland. So he's someone that has found the back of the net against us pretty recently. And um, I do really rate Sakamoto as well, a really tidy player. It tends yeah. to be with a lot of these players sort of from like Japan, we saw it during the World Cup that, you know, they're really nimble, really agile. We've got Koji Miyoshi, who we got from Antwerp in the summer, and he's kind of a similar mould where, you know, he's really good on the ball technically, dribbling, you know, gets into the right areas. So I think he's going to be a real threat to deal with. And um, in terms of sort of past fixtures between the two teams, um, Coventry uh, had a pretty good record against Birmingham. The fact that the last time we beat you guys was all the way back in 2020 in that weird FA Cup run where, 
we yeah. had to play sort of commentary and a replay and both games were at St Andrews so yeah. in terms of yeah. sort of games that you remember from the past of uh, Coventry Birmingham what springs to mind? Um, I mean obviously recently the, the, the two games last season where we drew nil nil St Andrews and we were probably lucky to get a draw uh, Ben Wilson made a really good save I remember last minute of the game I, I want to say and the game last season at our place where we won I think couple of goals to nil and we, we played really well that game um looking back further yeah i mean i, I the death definitely the fa cup game was a bit of a weird one when we were playing at home <laughs> in inverted commas at st andrews and then we were playing at home to birmingham city at st andrews and that was that was the biggest uh it was it was, it was just weird really and i'm sure it was more, more weird for you as a birmingham fan that we were in the yeah, home way the ground, ground. <laughs> yeah uh, but in all fairness we did i mean obviously in all seriousness, Coventry got a lot to be thankful for Birmingham about because you know they came to our, our rescue really because uh, with all with all that happened before with the CBS Arena or the Rico as it was back then, um, they helped us out a lot and uh, we played we like we like Birmingham because the pitch was always good at, at St Andrews and from what I understand there was always a good relationship with the two clubs and and we got promoted from League One at playing at St Andrews so really we got some good memories of St Andrews as a place so. Uh, Obviously, the game's at our place, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I always think it's always a local derby between us and Blues. I don't think it's a, a nasty local derby, like no. you would say, certainly not, not, not like a Blues Villa type of derby. So, uh, yeah, I think it, 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 it's, I think this is kind of a, obviously, we, we want to win the game and everything, but um, yeah, I think the relationships in the two clubs is generally pretty positive. Mm, I think so as well. And it's one of the things where, you know, back at your ground now on Friday um, with the Sky cameras there. Um, what kind of atmosphere are you expecting at the game? Is it going to be one where the fans are sort of right up for it? Or is it going to be a bit, you know, wait how we see because of the form that you guys are on at the moment? Is it going to take something to happen on the pitch for the fans to get riled up? No, I mean, the atmosphere is generally pretty, is pretty loud at the CBS. Uh, the Singers Corner is, is, uh, is our sort of our main, it's a bit like the cop end, I suppose. Uh, our version of the cop end is, is always loud and very, they get right behind the team. And obviously, even when we, Uh, they're always right behind the players so I think the atmosphere will, will be really good obviously Blues coming to bring a lot of fans as well will add to the atmosphere so I, I think it'll be a really good atmosphere and um, yeah I'm, I'm, just, I'm looking forward to going and watching the game Yeah it should be a good game and um, finally if I could uh, grab a score prediction from you of what you think the uh, score's going to be well, I mean, just, uh, I, I'm always a bit kind of sitting on the fence, going for draws all the time. I, I have to be positive and say we'll win two 0 um, But look, it's not going to be an easy game, as I said before. No, no, no easy game in the championship. Um, I just feel that Blues are probably playing at a good time. They're not, they're not, they're not playing as well as they'd want to. Um, you know, one win. He's really picked up what four points from the last was it five or six games. So, yeah, I mean, I think he's under he's under pressure a bit. Um, I, I, you know, I don't think he's necessarily going to lose his job or anything like that. But at the same time, you know, he needs results like we need results as well. You know, so I think at home we've got to target three points. I think we can win. Um, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we get them two goals maybe in the second half. It might be a bit of a bit of a tight affair first half, and then we might be two 0 second half. And, and quickly as well, I mean, I know you're going with. 2-0 Birmingham not scoring but if we were to sort of score what situation do you reckon it would come from is there anything that sort of you've seen with Coventry this season that you thought right okay a team might be able to catch us out on this um I think 
I think sometimes we can be a bit careless in possession. We can sort of just, um, yeah, we just make some just individual mistakes that can can, can catch us out. Um, and you know, I, if I, I suppose if I look back to the, the Ipswich game, I just felt the first goal was was we was caught square at the back. Uh, Their um, players put a uh, through ball to um, George Hurst, who, who runs on the next scores an easy goal. Second goal, we get caught out of position from a really good crossfield pass from Connor Chaplin to uh, Leif Davis, who, who, who passed it across to Wes Burns. And to be fair, that finish he scored on, on, on Saturday was uh, probably one of the best it goals. It was the Travella, wasn't it? Jeez, there, that yeah, was something else. Wasn't it? In all yeah. fairness, though, Ipswich, Ipswich are a Premier League signing waiting for me. Certainly one of the best sides I've seen, seen this season. Uh, they played some really good football, but they did sit back. And um, I suppose sometimes where we can be vulnerable at home, I guess, is sometimes teams do counter us and, and, we, and we're a bit vulnerable that way. Um, we can make our own mistakes. But we've had so many draws this season. I think that's been my biggest frustration with us. I mean, the amount of games I could um, count, how many draws, you know, nil nils, one ones, two twos, it's, you know, there's too many. Uh, but we've only lost three. But at the same time, we only, only lost one, one game against West Brom, which, um, yeah, a goalkeeping howler from Wilson, and then they scored from an offside goal. So, you know, it's d- disappointing. But I think, I think for me, yeah, I mean, we, you know, any any side can make mistakes, and, and we're no different. So, um, I think, you know, I think I, I still feel though we've got we've got enough to win, but uh, it won't be an easy game. Mm. And you, you said about sort of too many draws on your channel. I did actually predict two two, and I'm going to stick by that prediction. So in my case, I think it's going to be another draw for uh, Coventry and a point on the board for Birmingham. So uh, thank you so much for your time, Mark. And um, if you man. could just shout out sort of where we can find you, what what you're up to on your channel at the moment. Yeah, so uh, all things Sky Blue. We're on YouTube, we're on X, we're on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're also on podcast channels and Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Uh, we do a show um, usually on a Friday at 9pm on the, on the next space on X. Uh, we talk about being rates of Coventry, we review the games that we played and look, look, look ahead to any games um, that we're playing. Uh, there's usually a team of about four or five of us that, that uh, talk for about an hour about Coventry City. So anyone's welcome to join. And, uh, you know, we always welcome any opposition fans as well who wants to come on um, and, and talk about, um, you know, Nice scarf there on my, on my things. It's not good. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're always welcome fans from any clubs who want to come and talk about the game as well. Um, the more the merrier. It's, 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 it's an open, perform, uh, open forum for, for anyone. Mm, brilliant. Cheers, Mark. It should be a good game on Friday, a good atmosphere uh, for the local derby and uh, for all the sort of action. Keep up to date with us on Blues Focus. We'll have sort of a vlog coming out from the game, a podcast later in the week as well. So uh, be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe. And most importantly, keep rolling. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.